Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the podcast. Michael here, and very good to be talking with you at the end of 2020. It's been the end of another year. You might be listening in the future, in which case, hello, future people, but very good to be talking with you. I have a really exciting episode lined up today, so I hope you are strapped in, ready to go. But I wanted to quickly mention, just a quick reminder, you know, I like to give you some reminders sometimes, for especially for the new people who want to know what other things I offer to help you improve your English. And one of the things I do is I do a weekly free email lesson. So if you want to join the email lessons, you can go to my website, ewmichael.com. There's a box in the middle of the page where you can join the email subscribers and have free lessons every week. And you could even practice and reply to the email. And I will personally let you know how it sounds. I'll correct your English if it needs any correcting. So if you're interested in joining a more kind of intimate and friendly community, then head over there and it's a lot of fun. But I'm just going to leave it at that for today because I want to give more time for the podcast today because I've got a lot of things to get to. I'm going to split this podcast into two parts, into two parts. So the first part will be advice, my advice and my feelings on how you can make perfect, really good plans for 2021 or whatever year you're listening in to this in, how you can make really good plans for the new year and stick to your goals. I've got some really good thoughts on this because like, I do spend a lot of time thinking about this. So hopefully I've got some good things to share. The second half, I'm going to get a bit more personal and talk about my own reflections on the year. So what I did well, what I didn't do well, and what I would like to do in 2021. I have so many things to say, so many goals with you I want to share. And hopefully I've got some ideas that you might be able to get some inspiration from as well. And maybe you could steal my resolutions for the year too. So let's get into it. But the other thing to say is the first part of this podcast will also be on YouTube. So the first part is going to be a YouTube video. And then the second part where I get a bit more personal, this is only in the podcast. So if you have already seen the YouTube video, then you can skip ahead a little bit and listen to the second half. But I hope that makes sense. So let's get into it now. My first piece of advice when it comes to thinking of what goals you could make for the new year, is don't try to change too much in one go. This is something that I probably did last year, where I kind of wanted to change everything in one day. Add all these new habits, all these new things I wanted to do, and it's just not so practical. You know, your life really cannot change so much that easily in a short amount of time. So make 
incremental changes. That means small, small changes bit by bit. Change one thing at a time. And then when you feel more comfortable, more confident, then you can increase over time. So it could just be like study five minutes every day. When you feel a little bit more confident, make it 10 minutes, make it 15 minutes, but don't say two hours in one go or don't have, you know, 50 goals you want to do at the start of 2021 because you may have the time at the beginning of the year, but probably you will not be able to keep up that momentum. If you think of a plane flying across the world, think of the plane, it will change its uh, trajectory. Trajectory is like the way it's flying. It might just change by kind of one degree, go a little bit to the left. It doesn't really make any difference to begin with, but after a few hundred kilometers, it will be in a completely different place. And it's good to think about your goals in the same way. If you make a tiny change in your life today, it could be a tiny, tiny thing, just like in terms of English learning, a little bit of study in the morning. In one year, two years time, that will make a huge impact on your life. So do not underestimate the power of small changes. My second piece of advice is something that I have been thinking about this week, and this is make your goals based on habits rather than outcomes. So many people will have a goal that says, I want to be a good English speaker, or I want to get promoted in my work, something like that. You're, you're thinking about the outcome of what you want. And this, of course, is important. It's good to have that as the end goal. But as a resolution, it's not really attainable. It's not really achievable. So you need to focus on how you're going to get there. So make goals based on the outcome you desire. For example, if you want to be a good English speaker, rather than having that as your goal, you could say, I'm going to, you know, maybe you realize you need to focus on listening, reading, and speaking. That's how you will get there. So then you can commit to studying 20 minutes in the morning for reading, 10 minutes in the evening for listening, and having one speaking conversation every day. This is like a great way to reach your goal and have that kind of set structure to help you get there. You know, one of my students was telling me about his goals yesterday, and he he has a goal to read one book every week, which is very ambitious. I'm very jealous of that goal. I might do it myself. But rather than saying, I'm going to read one book a week, he said, he splits it down into days. If the, if the book has 700 pages, he says, okay, I have to read 100 pages a day. So it's much more specific than just saying read 52 books a year. So think about how you can be specific and how you can make goals based on your habits. This next one is the one I'm most excited about this year because it's something that I haven't done so much before. I'm really going to try to focus on more this year. And that is rather than doing a whole year of resolutions, why not focus on 30-day challenges? 30-day challenges. So thinking about a whole year, like everything you want to do for the year can be really, really daunting. 
daunting means kind of like scary. Of course, the year 2020 was very uncertain. No one could have predicted what happened. And I imagine 2021 will be similar in the sense that we don't know what will happen. You know, no one knows what we're going to be like at the end of 2021. It may be a completely different situation as to what we're in now. Hopefully for the better. But the point is, it's very hard to make goals for a time when you don't even know what life will look like. 30 days, however, is much more achievable and you can really think about how your life might look after 30 days. If you are trying to give up alcohol, for example, a whole year is just so long that you might end up feeling so disheartened and it's like such a long time frame that you'll probably give up. It's more likely anyway. 30 days for many people is quite doable. It's not too long. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Once the 30 days is over, see how you feel. Have a reflection on whether that time was spent successfully, what went wrong, what could have gone better. And then maybe you want to implement that habit into your life permanently. Or maybe you decided it's not for you. You want to go back to how you were before. But it's a really good way to experiment. And I think experimenting in life and in language learning is always a good thing to do. So two examples where I have done this in the past. I think two or three years ago, I did a 30-day yoga challenge. This was like a YouTube series, you might find it too, where they did yoga for 30 days. And it was just 10 or 15 minutes a day. It wasn't a big amount of time to give to that. But I really, really enjoyed it. And after the 30 days, I loved it so much that I kept doing it. I decided to keep that habit. And I still do it to this day, almost every day. So there's one example of a 30-day challenge that had a big impact on my life. Another example, on the contrary, is this year I decided to go about 30 days without coffee. I drink a couple cups of coffee a day, but I wanted to see what my life would be like without it. So I gave up coffee for a few weeks and at the end of it, I just didn't feel that good. <laughs> I really missed coffee and I realized it actually did bring some joy to my life. I did enjoy coffee. So after that 30 days, I brought coffee back into my life. And now I appreciate it much more because I know what it's like to live without it. To help you with this 30 day challenge, I even made a chart for you. So have a look in the description or the show notes, uh, maybe down below or on your phone or on the app, wherever you're listening or watching to this. And there should be a link where you can download my free table. It's like a calendar, a 30 day calendar. And what you can do is cross off each day as it goes by and eventually make like a chain of crosses. So this is really good because it kind of you don't want to break the chain. You, know, you want to keep crossing off every day and it's kind of motivating to see how far you're coming on your habit in the month. So I recommend checking that out. I'll be using it too, very helpful. If you prefer a more digital version, then I use an app called Habit List. It's a free app to download, Habit List. Um, it's on the App Store. I don't know about Android, but I recommend it. Very good app, very simple. 
In the final part of this talk today, I want to give you some motivational tips. It can be really, really difficult to make a change sometimes, and it's easy to be stuck in a rut. Stuck in a rut means like you're stuck and you're feeling down and depressed because every day is the same. You're stuck in a rut. So when you get stuck in a rut, you have to find that motivation to make a change. And these kind of phrases, these ways of thinking really help me. The first thing I think about is what kind of person do I want to be in five years time? What will that person be like? Now, I'm sure if you think really carefully about this, you might have some ideas on what kind of person would be a good friend, what kind of person would be a good husband or wife, good father or mother. Think about the perfect version of yourself in the future. The only way you will ever get to be that person is if you make changes now. If you keep going the way you are, you won't change. You have to make changes to be the person you want to be in the future. So I find that really motivational and it really encourages me to make small positive changes in my life. The final thing I like to remind myself is what would the best version of myself do? It's quite similar to the last point, just worded in a different way. But think about the best possible version of yourself. The version of yourself who's basically perfect. You know, it is achievable. You could be that person, but you have to make some effort. What would they do? Would they watch another episode on Netflix? Or would they get up from the sofa and go out and achieve their goals? So think about that carefully. I love these phrases because it just reminds me gives me a kick up the butt, which kind of means it like harshly, strongly motivates me to pursue my goals. Okay, so now for part two, part two of the episode, and I'm going to get a little bit more personal now and talk about some reflections and plans for myself. And I think you might be able to get something from this as well. So first of all, I want to talk about what I did well in 2020. I'm still going to be thinking a bit more about this in the coming weeks, but for now, I have a couple things that I want to share. So first of all, I focused on my health. This is one thing that I am proud of that I did after the quarantine in the UK. I put a lot of focus on my eating habits, my exercise habits, and all this kind of stuff. And I'm really proud of the progress I have made and the good habits I've put in place. So I'm going to try to keep that up and keep working on that, improving my health into the next year. Another thing I did that I'm proud of is I made good habits for work and I started many new projects. I have a lot of things going on. I, I'm in a completely different place to where I was last year with my, with my teaching, with my online work. I have a couple other side projects going on too, which are somewhat secret at the moment, but I'm really proud of the habits I've put in place, the kind of daily work that I've been doing to reach these goals. So that's a good thing I think I've implemented. Another thing I think I've been quite successful at is I've managed to show some gratitude. So gratitude is the feeling of being grateful or thankful to what you have in life and this year has been a bad year for almost all of us. But 
this year especially kind of gives me the feeling like no matter how bad it gets, it could always be worse. And I think that's a really nice feeling to have. It's a really nice thing to think about. So there were some times in the year where I kind of felt a bit down. I kind of felt, oh, it's it's not fair. I want to travel. I want to do other things. But then I kind of remembered that, well, at least I can go for a walk. At least I have the freedom to walk and enjoy the sun. I can browse the internet. I don't, you know, I have internet access. There's a lot of things that I have that I was very grateful for. I'm talking to my friends on Zoom, all these kind of things. And of course, all you guys who are listening to me ramble, I'm very grateful for you as well. So I tried my best to show some gratitude this year, but of course that is something that I could keep working and improving on as well. The last thing, which I I found in my notes from last year, one of my goals for 2020 was to reach 500 subscribers on YouTube. And at the time of making this goal, I thought, hmm, that's a bit, bit of a push. You know, I think I had like 200 at the time. Oh, 500, that's going to be difficult to get to. Now, in December, I have over 3,000 subscribers. So I'm so happy. I'm so grateful to everyone who has followed me on YouTube. I really appreciate it. And I'm really enjoying making videos over there. I'm going to come back to this in a minute. But for now, I want to talk about what I didn't do well. And this is just as important, maybe more important to think about what I could do better in the future. So number one, I didn't put so much focus, or I put less focus on my mind and meditation, being mindful. So I think in 2019, I had a really good meditation practice where I was maybe taking like 45 minutes in the morning just to kind of be with my be with myself be with my breath and it was a really good way to start the day this year I have done it most days but only for 10 minutes and it's still an achievement but I've noticed it hasn't had the same effect as before so that's something I want to improve to improve my mental health the next one is I sometimes in the year I didn't manage my time so well. Although I did make some good habits there were some times where I was very very stressed because I just put too much on my plate. That means I kind of focused on too many tasks and I got very overwhelmed. I had to cancel a lot of things. Um, I lost some money because I cancelled some projects and it was really just because I piled up too much on my plate. So Next year, I will be kinder to myself and remember that there are some things more important than work and hustling. You know, hustling means like very hard work. The next one is I didn't really improve my sleeping habits. I don't have bad sleeping habits, but they're not good either. I don't often get as much sleep as I would like. And I tend to use my, you know, devices, my phone, my laptop right up until I sleep which is not healthy. So that's one thing I I want to improve on next year. Next one, I didn't do as much reading. I used to do a lot of reading in in in, in the evening, but this year a little bit less, which is a shame. So a few things there that I want to focus on in the next year. And now the last part, I want to talk about what I would like to do in 2021. So I would like to focus much more 
on 30-day challenges and small habits rather than implementing big changes as I have done in previous years. So I'm pretty happy with how things are for the most part. I've got some good habits in place. I'm, I feel like I'm on the right track in many ways, but there are many things I'd like to tweak. To tweak means like to make a small change. I want to make some tweaks and some small changes to some things in life. So I've got some ideas here about challenges that I might like to adopt. And you might find some of these interesting too. So let me know what you think. But as I said earlier, one of them is to read one book a week. I think that would be a very good challenge. And it would be really interesting to see how that works for me, if I enjoy it, if I hate it, but maybe try one month, four books in a month. That could be a good challenge to try. Another idea is I want to have an online language lesson every day for 30 days. It's gonna be a lot of lessons, maybe just 30 minutes a day, but I want to see how I feel, how my language improves or maybe doesn't improve. And that'll be a really interesting experiment. Another one based on exercise is to do kind of a push-up or sit-up challenge every day. So this is like the exercise when you're pushing yourself up from the floor. Maybe start with five a day, then 10, then 20, and kind of increase incrementally each day. That might be a cool thing. Another one is cold showers. I want to try experimenting more with taking cold showers and kind of feeling that discomfort, challenging myself to do that. Next one, to do one scary thing each day. Whatever it is, whatever you find scary, it could be doing an Instagram live, it could be talking to a stranger, it could be asking someone for a free drink in a cafe. Something that you know, probably they'll say no, but it's scary for you. I want to try that at some point. And the last one maybe could be like giving up breakfast. So this is called intermittent fasting, where people might skip breakfast and they'll just have more food later in the day, but give their body a bit more time to rest without food. So I don't know if it will work, but it would be a good experiment. In addition to this, I'd like to think about how I will adjust my study to make it more interesting. You know, maybe get a regular speaking partner, focus more on people, focus less on studying. I'm not sure, but I'm going to be thinking about that. And I want to kind of see how I can prioritize my work on the podcast as well, um, as well as my lessons. I want to try to use my time more efficiently, but also try to help people and create some value in what I do too. I want to focus more on group classes in my teaching because I really enjoy the group sessions and it's a great way to help more people and it kind of allows me to keep the price as low as possible. So that means more of you guys can join if you want to. My goal for the end of 2021 is to have my business at a level where maybe I can even hire some help. And can I just some help related to little tasks like editing and website things. It's kind of like the time consuming tasks. That would be cool. Let's see if I can do that by the end of the year. In terms of numbers, I'm feeling quite confident about getting to 
10,000 YouTube subscribers. You know, at the time of this recording, I have 3,000, as I said. So a little way to go, but I know with your help, I can do it. 10,000, we can do this. And maybe on the podcast, I want to get to 1 million downloads. That would be a great goal to get to by the end of the year. So let's see if we can we can do that. I'll be really thankful if you can help me. But yeah, as I said, this isn't the best goal because it's somewhat out of my control. You know, I can't control how many people subscribe. So the best way to get there is to make videos consistently and try to make them to a high quality that's useful for people. So my goal really should be to make weekly videos that people enjoy. And this is going again back to how to make a goal based on habit rather than outcome. So I'm going to try and practice what I preach and make weekly useful videos. Let's see. But yeah, get in touch with me and tell me your goals. I'd love to hear what goals you have for the new year, whether it's a whole year, whether it's a habit or a 30-day challenge. Tell me your ideas. You might even help people. Like I would love to maybe get some inspiration from your ideas and maybe other people can learn too. So the best place to talk about this is the show notes page over on levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast 89. If you go to the bottom of this page, you can leave a comment, tell me all of your ideas, and I will love to hear them. I would love to hear them. Okay, this has been an exceptionally long episode, um, but I guess it's the end of the year. I hope you can forgive me this once. I'm going to end the episode today with some reviews from you kind folks out there and then a quote from my Instagram page. I've got a lot of reviews recently and I'm going to go through a few quickly. I got one from Siliviana, quite a long name, but from Indonesia. I think it's my first review from Indonesia. And they said, this podcast is enjoyable. The speech rate, pronunciation and everything is just so relaxing in my ears. I really enjoy listening to your podcast. Thank you. Oh, I'm glad it's relaxing. Some people say I'm really boring the way I talk, but I'm glad you find it relaxing. Thank you very much. Another one from Wadha in Saudi Arabia. And they said, thank you so much for the Level Up English. I really enjoy the podcast and improving my language. Next one from Shahad. Uh, they're from, well, they're living in the United States, apparently. And they said, hi, it's Shahad here. I'm a huge fan of the podcast you already made and those that you will make in the future. You cannot believe how much your program improved my listening skills, and I really thank you for that. Your words touched my heart and motivated me a lot. So thank you so much, and God bless you. <gasps> thank you very much. That's really kind of you. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you. And then another one. Let's do one more. Uh, I think this is, this is Hessa from Saudi Arabia. And they said, keep going. I love your language and accent. Your language is very clear. Thank you so much. Okay, cool. I'll leave it there. I've got a few more, but maybe I will leave them for the next episode. So thank you everyone for listening. Let's end today with a quote. 
So I'm pulling up on my phone now, and this is on the Level Up English Instagram page. So this one is from Michael Jordan, who I believe is a basketball player. And he said, I have failed again and again throughout my life. That's why I've been successful. Something we talk about a lot here on the podcast, failure leads to success. So with that, I'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you have a fantastic start to your new year and I'll see you next year. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. See you then. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.